welcome back to the Dark Side Podcast. Tonight we've got absolutely hoover and bloke. We've got Alex Goodwin's coming on. Uh, Alex, um, as you probably, if you've read up on him, a former Royal Marine. Um, and now... Just waiting for it to load up as always. Evening, Eddie. Evening, Matt. Hey, Here Chris. How are you doing? You good? <laughs> Hello, buddy. All right? Yes, How's not life? too bad. How are you coping with this lockdown and this? It's almost over, all this madness. Do you know what? I don't even remember it being a lockdown, to be honest. I've been that busy. So That's how crazy so it's been. It's been it's been absolutely mega crazy. But I'm I'm now to be honest, I'm getting to a point now where it's nice to wind down now. To like take yeah, that yeah. step back, you know, especially after the last year, because I've done that much work this mm-hmm. night to take that breather and just say, right, time to step back, time to just like put things to one side and just you know enjoy this piece now because to be honest it's just been mega crazy and for yourself i bet you that's been a, a crazy one as well isn't it yeah yeah it's been a bit it's been a bit mad so i suppose anyone who's watching this and doesn't really know who i am like alex griffin former marine um did five years in the marines didn't really you know didn't do anything super crazy didn't deploy anywhere like i know you posted about ben ben's actually uh like i don't i doubt he remembers me he's actually it was actually my corporal in training um, I now work for the uh, Battle Through Six Battle Ready team. Yeah, I, d- I don't know if you know me. I'll be one of his yeah. ones, but very, very different bloke back then. And I help, um, I help men lacking confidence, you know, gain more confidence, become yeah. heroes, take charge of themselves mentally and physically, and then progress all of their lives. That's what I do really now. I've been doing that for the last sort of two years. But yeah, man, I um, what was going to say. So talking about yeah, it's been it's been nuts. Like so, I went from the, the military, obviously left the Marines in. 2019 yeah 2019 and then uh like sort of midway through that and then 2019 set up the business started sort of coaching and personal training and then obviously the gyms closed as soon as the gyms closed i had like a complete freak out and an absolute meltdown which i'm sure you can imagine and uh yeah it just went nuts almost lost the business really almost lost fucking everything uh, and that went a bit mad, and then can I swear yeah. on you? I don't, I, sorry, Chris, I should have asked that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just just bit, free flow, yeah, just free fire. <laughs> yeah, and then that went that went completely mad. I literally just literally obviously you know sort of lost all direction with what I was doing, and then actually really luckily I was already inside um, a, like a like Phil Graham. I don't know if you're aware of him. So you know like Rob Moore, Paul Moore, those type yeah, of guys. Yeah. Like um, Phil Graham yeah. runs like a, like it's called a like Authority Network, which is like the like a business um, development course. And it helps obviously sort of personal trainers, online coaches like develop the business. Luckily, I was inside yeah. um, like a smaller version of that. So he gave us a few key nuggets and then actually converted everything online. So went from kind of personal training to online programming, I suppose, at the start. Yeah. Then that went into online coaching. And now it's sort of grown into literally just like coaching people globally, which is, which is really cool. But it's been crazy, as I say, like you say, like it was literally 12 months of like, complete like yeah you're forced into a position where you've got to do something and then obviously now i've got to, yeah. Uh, yeah develop the business which has been cool but yeah and then um the uh the battle refuel stuff just, just get my internet on rather than 4g yeah the, the battle refuel stuff has come around quite recently as well that's been the last yeah I think, like six months to a year i think i've been doing stuff with uh jake like ollie and uh, ollie and jason with their company which has been really cool but yeah, so it's been it's been mad. It's been like you say, it's that time actually to look back at the last twelve months and be like, this time last year, I remember I actually yeah. walked up to it earlier and I was thinking about it. I was sat on a bench going, Oh, I don't know if I want to stay in the industry, I don't know if I want to keep doing, you know, coaching, what am I gonna do? How am I gonna get all these sessions sorted? And yeah, it was complete madness. But it's been a crazy one, isn't it? 
It has, because to me, it's like the last year, I always said it because people said, oh, what can I do? What can I do this? Can I do that? And to me, I was just constantly working. I was constantly having writing. I was doing projects. I was yeah. obviously doing this like three times a week. I was just putting like everything into this. And to me, it wasn't because, I mean, I always said it, if I got paid for it, I would have been coming away with quite a bit of cash, you know, but I never, ever did it for money. I never did it for, you know, success. I never did it for anything. It was just literally, let's get conversations going. Let's get somebody yeah. to actually sit and think, right, listen to these conversations and take these like golden nuggets away from them, from each conversation. And I wanted yes. to get these people who really like on the ball, especially like the mindset as well, because you probably found yourself when... Obviously, everyone went through the first lockdown. It was this big, like, okay, we'll just, like, hold our breath. And then it kind of went, okay, we're out of the first one. The second one was, like, right, we had a little bit of leeway there. But I think it really hit everybody on the third, but which was a complete shutdown going into winter, etc. But I found exactly. it was a big shift. But, but I just thought myself, I'll do this, and it's going to happen. Because to me, it was like... I know for a fact is once that feeling of once you go into that isolation mode, your yeah. brain starts flying out and I have to keep busy. I have to keep writing or I have yeah. to you know, keep yeah. myself physically or mentally busy because I know what I'm like. And I know that if I don't, especially, you know, yourself with training, training is a great outlet and it's a great tool yeah. for mental health because it gets the blood flowing and the oxygen around the body. It doesn't allow you to stop and then start sinking. Oh, you constantly, you know, yeah. it constantly clears your head, doesn't it? It's so true. I think, like, you, you almost, I think, especially, I don't know if it's, like, the core of it's, like, the military, all those sort of things, but, like, I think a lot of lads hate, like, a lull. They hate, like, silence, and they yeah. have nothing going on. I know for me, that's quite a big thing. Like, if I'm not doing something, I haven't got, like, a purpose to something, I just feel, like, lost, yeah. and it's, yeah, it's horrible. But I think yeah. that's definitely, like, the first lockdown, like you say, it was, like, a bit of a shock. Everyone not really sure what's going on. It's, like, a little bit of panic. Second time round, it's kind of like, look, if you made the mistakes again, you need to not do them and then move into it. Like you yeah. said, it's more winter, so it's a bit more of a struggle. And then the third one now, it's been, you know, this is dragged out. Like, you know, the lads inside yeah. my program so yeah. literally just finished a sort of like a, a physiotherapy lecture. And at the end, I always say, like, is anyone struggling with anything? We, we, we talked about a few topics. And I think that's the thing is like January, February, March is normally the time of the year where it's like, right, start of the year, fresh start. Let's get things moving forward, get back in the gym, whatever. This year has kind of been a bit yeah. more like, right, what can we actually, what can we do? But I think that, yeah. like, mate, like you said there, like talking to people all the time, getting conversations going, trying to get as around as many people as you can is always good. I've definitely found that with, you know, the Battle Ray Fuel team, with, like I say, Authority Network and those sort of guys, or even other coaches and just, you know, getting the topics of what can we focus on to be proactive about, you know, helping others and moving forward. And yeah, it's so true. You need that thing, don't you? You need that thing to just focus on and an outlet, really. Yeah, definitely. Because that, that was the biggest one. What I found was when I started all this anyway, it was my, that I, this became my purpose. This became yes. my reason of what I do. You see, yeah. because I, I love, because uh, I understand exactly where people come from. When I left the military, it wasn't on the greatest times. And even though, even though I look back now, it was like 20 years ago. You know, but the thing is, yeah. though, when I left, I knew I had like unfinished business and it, I kept a lot of that inside for a long time. And even today, okay. now, if, if I was given the opportunity and said, right, go and re join, I would go and do it tomorrow without even a second okay. thought. Because to me, yeah. it was like, even though you'll have like 99% of doing very little, 1% action, but it's yeah. that part of like, there's something you've got that purpose. And that's why a lot of people, when they leave the military, they, they find that, that they've, right, what do I do? 
what am yeah. I actually doing? You know, yeah. and that's a bit, it's that, and with myself, I found that this became my purpose, even when on my road to recovery, writing yeah. became that purpose. So I put everything into writing and everything to creating what I can. And like now it's actually, do you know what the weird thing is though? I start applying for jobs and I get knockbacks and then I started getting a quite a few knockbacks when applying for jobs now. And, and I looked at me CV the other day and I thought, do you know what? If I was an employer, I would look at that and think, are you a bit overqualified for these jobs because you've got like podcast host or author and things? Why are you applying for this type of job? And to me, I've actually had a big like step back of right. I'm going to actually just take that off a CV actually. And if it comes up in a conversation, great. Cause it is actually restricted us now of what I can, cause they actually feel as well that can you commit to a full-time job if you're doing that? Yeah, no, I, I suppose it is, it is a big thing, isn't it? Like, I don't think yeah. people realise that when you run in, you know, self-employed or you run in any type of business, it does take a lot of strain yeah. and there is a lot involved in, you know, marketing and like, like you say, podcasts and everything yeah. that you're doing to get your name out there and then the sales process and even just fulfilling those clients, like writing for you, I yeah. writing the books that are, you know, worthwhile reading and everything and that, that you know, the stuff that you do is amazing and, and all that process is, it's, it's, it, there's a lot goes on. I definitely feel, I definitely feel that's a massive thing that I don't think you kind of realise until you leave, you know, you leave the military, you leave, the, you leave what you're doing because you kind of, I know for me that I, because I joined, I spoke to Sam about this the other day, about like I joined, yeah. I missed Afghan, missed that sort of process and, you know, I, I don't know if I yeah. would have wanted to go anyway but all that, that process happened. I think for me it was always, like my process of joining the call was, it was always something that was just going to be you know, similar to university course. I know that it was once something I wanted to, you know, say that I'd done, you know, prove that I could do it, yeah. do it, and then kind of treat it like, say, like a like a fucking horrible university, and then, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, then, and then move on from there. And I think I think when you do leave, I remember being so frantic for literally like, like anyone who knows, anyone who's watching this actually knows me for like six months. I was so all over the place of what to actually do. And like you say, like I knew I was going to personal training or this kind of fitness industry. I remember like working in a box factory for like three, four, five, six months, you know, before actually like moving into this place, which then you know, I could actually yeah. set the business. And then obviously it's now completely turned online, which has been really cool. But yeah, it's, it was so weird. I remember like you say, leaving and just losing all purpose or, you know, you, I don't think you realize and, and to come out of the call or out of the military or out of whatever, how um, you know structured everything is, and you kind of get out. Yeah. Like, I remember being like, "Shit, I've I've got to pay for toilet paper now, Chris. I've got to pay for yeah. bleach." And you're like, you're like completely like boggled at all this stuff. And you're yeah. like, I've got to pay taxes for you know. I don't just earn a yeah. I think it is crazy, isn't it? And then 100%, same as yourself. Like now, I think it's been quite nice over this year to actually find like full purpose of what I'm doing. And I think for me, yeah. it's like tackling global underconfidence and global like insecurity in men. I think that's the biggest thing for me is like the aim and marker moving forward is that's where I want the business to go. But I think it is, you know, you need that sense of purpose, don't you? you need that drive. Otherwise, I think definitely when you're conditioned to think there's always something to do, it's quite hard to yeah. actually like switch off to that, like you say, having that process. But yeah, 100%. Yeah, because I, I found that myself. I found that process. That's why I come to the decision of, right, okay, let's dumb it down. Because to me, yeah. it's sometimes people, especially employers now, if you've got a really impressive looking CV and you start yeah. showing them, well, this is what I do, and they think, yeah. oh, and you're applying for a certain job, they might think, nah, you're a bit too, like, not overqualified, but essentially you won't fit that role. Yeah. 
Yeah, because you think, actually, how can you commit to a full-time job if that's what you do? in yeah. your? Because I got asked this question by an employer. When do you have time to work <laughs> Yeah, if you're doing all that? And it's yeah. like, oh, I still do a full-time job. And then they asked us, okay, then, so where do you get time to fit this in? Well, I'm up at 5 o'clock in the morning. I've got a routine there. You know, and then after, Jesus. like, obviously yeah. work, I'm doing this. And, like, and they were like, really impressive but do you think you can commit that amount of energy essentially into yeah. a full-time job and I, and that's why now i'm taking that big step back and i'm dumbing everything down because i feel like it's a it's a bird it's a like a barrier that i've created myself not intentionally yeah. but it's it looks good on paper but it can become a barrier so i'd say to anybody if you are self-employed and because of obviously the situation and it does look great impressive on paper make sure that you don't put barriers there by making it look too impressive as well. I think a lot of employers, especially now, because they kind of think, you know, especially with, and you've seen this, that big, there's been a massive rise in, like I said, people like Paul Moore, all the personal training, you know, coaching, you know, it's it's on the rise. And you'll probably see, and obviously that rise in the personal fitness and personal trainers as well. Them, them like the mindset and, you know, all this different area, that is massive now. I think it's the biggest yeah. it's ever been. It's hit a peak now. But yeah. to normal employers, that's kind of like, all right, well, if you can perform at that level, can you can you put that much energy into a full time job? Can you commit to that? And it's like, I think that's that's something that I've seriously seen as a barrier that I've created. That's why I think yeah. right, it's time to stop, take a step back, remove the barriers and then just move forward as normal. Now, fair play, man. I think like personal development is is a huge thing. Like, it is it is the business is is like on a rise, as you say. And I think that's yeah. based upon the last twelve months, really, of the fact that people have been yeah. sitting in houses, not being able to do anything. And and you know, the lads that I coach, it's frustration. It's not knowing what to do. It's yeah. not having a clue. At, you know, there's, it's all well and good, like doing a couple of burpees in your living room, but that's maybe not enough to yeah. actually get them to push past to you know become like you say, pull more. Even like the stuff that Ollie's doing, those lads are doing all that process. And I think yeah, it's yeah. like, it's my, yeah, I think for me it is, well, this is my full-time career. Like, this is what I do. Like, this is all I do. And that is yeah. like my bread and butter. That's the sole purpose of what I do. And I think, like you say, it's, it's different. You can't, I don't think you can expect, like you say, someone to put the same amount of energy into a job and everything they're doing. But yeah, I think personal development is, is interesting. I like, actually, I'll tell you, this is like quite interesting. I'm sure you're the same. I like dissecting things and just working out how they work. Like, I, I'm sure yeah. it's the same with the when well, you're writing the books. When I've got a brain this. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I've got a very analytical mind. So, like, somebody asked us, what is an analytical mind? And I said, well, think, I've got to explain this. When you hear a piece of music, you'll hear it, and most people think, oh, that sounds really good. To someone with an analytical mind, you'll say, how do you play it? You're looking at breaking that purpose yeah. down and breaking that whole like, okay, so that's how you would play that and how you would chord by chord or whatever you want to approach yeah. it. And I think with the problem as well, if we apply ourselves in that way on everything, we can break everything down. If like, you give yeah. me a helicopter, I'll take it down to the nuts and bolts, give me a computer. And it's this process that it's great. And that's why I'm saying a lot of times when you compare two, it's great if you want to self-develop and go forward if you're self-employed basis. It's fantastic yeah, yeah. if you want to go down that route. And I think there's a lot of like benefits to people, like everyday people, to give them a structure, a routine, something that they yeah. can work through, you know, journaling, etc. Fantastic for that to give people that routine. That's what a lot of people lack is routine. You know, yeah, yeah, they've spent so much yeah. time scrolling or do or just sitting there watching Netflix or whatever. They don't give themselves that routine. But if no, you man. want to go further and further, exactly, further and further, it's real, it's a it's powerful 
if you're self-employed or if you want to go down the route. But if you're yeah. just like working a normal job, if that's your only income, be mindful because it can hinder you, it can become a barrier. Because then those people look and think, where well, you're driving forward with that, you haven't got the energy to put into this. That's the yeah, only no. barrier that I've found myself. Yeah, no, 100%. I think you're so right about, like you said, like you mentioned people scrolling and like, like I literally had a you know, chat with one of my clients yesterday with a, with a similar live to this about like his problems beforehand. And he just didn't have any routines or structures or like like you say disciplines like you said yourself there like waking yeah. up every morning at 5 a.m i think you are right in the sense of like an employer will look at that and be like that's a full-time job in itself let alone you know yeah. everything else in the yeah. but i think like you say i think that's what i think that's what people have lacked especially like let's take someone now so let's take someone for the last 12 months who's been on furlough they they don't really train and they well they maybe did but they did with classes or you know with something in the yeah. gym and they, they can just turn up and do it i think now it's like that's what this lockdown took away is any sense of structure, routine and, and, and anything. And before you know it, it's like, oh, okay, we're sat in our, in our, in our boxes at you know, two in the morning and, and eating cereal and doing all these crazy things that completely go out of the way. And I think that that's, the, that's the thing that people have craved, haven't they? They're like, I just want some structure. I want that nine to five back so I've got yeah. a reason to wake up. I want those things. So like, I've been getting a lot of my lads to get up at the same time as they would normally and just do something. I'm like, let's let's just tick a yeah. box of something that you have to do at the yeah. start of the day, even if you sat on furlough. And, and I think that's quite a good tool. Like anyone watching this back is like, if you can actually build structure and routines and habits that you stick to, regardless of what situation you're in, like you mentioned there about, about journaling. And, you know, I've got obviously Phil's journal and I, I make sure I'm doing that all the time. And just looking at, especially like you say, if you've got, a stressful job where you've got something that you kind of you know it's, it's very up and down and there's a lot of stuff you know a lot of moving parts it's just looking at what's actually going on every day and that mindfulness like yeah. you mentioned it it does help so much like i i didn't even look at any of this stuff when i was in the core it probably would have massively helped but there were so many things that now you look at and with personal development with structure with routines and you think that this is the difference between being you know able to move forward in something versus not but yeah you are right about that it's a whole, it's a whole job in itself, massively. Yeah, definitely. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I found out yeah. myself, you can self-develop, and it's amazing. I, I, I tell anybody, self-develop and get to a level and use it for your own personal benefits, yeah, or your own personal use. But keep it that unless you're going to go down the route of being self-employed, because yeah, once yeah. you start, yeah. yeah, because once you start showing that you've got that that passion, that drive, and you're kind of like very like passionate about what you do and you come across yeah. as being very like focused and determined and driven it kind of it becomes like a threat to a lot of employers because you think oh you're not going to think inside that box you're always going to think outside it you're I always going to come up with alternative answers i could not work for someone i honestly i think i think a i'd be i'd be the worst employee like now i would be the worst employee but B, like <laughs> i just couldn't do it anymore like i think like yeah. so i've been self-employed for what two years now been out of employment for kind of that period. And I think that's the thing for me. It's like, I, I just look at it and like, even my missus is like normal. She runs a normal, like, you know, she does 40 hour job. Like I'm probably working probably 70 hour weeks at the moment. Like with, yeah. if you included everything, like if you included, you know, like developing programs, developing what I, we do, like the marketing side, the sales side, you know, I'm working seven days, like, well, six days a week, some days on a Sunday. It's a lot more work that I think, you know, I, I say to the lads a lot of the time, like, that you know, I, it's still in the Marines, or they talk about it, and I say, oh, you know, it turns over X amount, 
but I'm I'm but I'm doing this amount of hours and and they're sort of going oh, yeah. fucking hell, and that's all right. But then I think it's the thing where you're like, yeah, but there, there's always a pro and a con, and you're always, you know, I think you'll know as well. Like you're always thinking about it, aren't you? Even if you're not doing it, you're always thinking yeah. about it. You're always thinking about what's going on, and I think that's the that's the thing is there is no cut off, there is no switch off to when you're, when, especially if you're fully down this line, like you're fully committed and like your mortgage depends on it, your, your food depends on it. Like it is, it is something yeah. you always think about and you always sort of in the process. But yeah, I, I couldn't, I couldn't work. I, I would be the worst employee right now because I'd just be sort of like, <laughs> no, nah, you, you, surely you can do it this way. Or like, no, that would make sense like in that way. But yeah, like tell employees, yeah, there you go. So like, I think definitely that's a huge thing the military teaches you though, is like you say, like, self-discipline routine structures and all those things definitely chris is it yeah because they can you can take a lot of this skill set out of the military and i find a lot of and that was the one of the things that i did find in civilian street was i found a lot of like employers they have a set like routine that's it yeah. you know and when yeah. you try and challenge that and you say actually why didn't you try doing it this way or that way because they're quite complacent and they're quite stuck in their ways and they yeah. do it this way. And when you try and say, okay, then well, have you not looked at this option or this option? You're kind of politely rejected. And it's kind of like, whoa. And, and I found that I've come across a lot of that in my time because you, with being obviously in the military, you, you're always thinking outside the box. You're thinking alternative answers, this, how would you do this? And, and you're very much, a lot of that is great. It's absolutely fantastic for utilizing yeah. skills outside the military, but, in certain roles, certain businesses, they kind of like to be monkey see, monkey do. And I find the that box, that's one it? of the big yeah. challenges as well. Yeah, keep inside yeah. that box, inside that line, and don't challenge things. Because as soon as you do, you yeah. come like a, almost a threat to them because they've done that same routine, same way over and over again. And that's become like something that I've noticed a lot. It's like as soon as you start showing that part where you're out thinking or come up with answers they're not happy with or they haven't thought of, it bruises the egos a little bit as well. And that's something oh, that mate. I've definitely yeah. found myself. Uh, you know, but it is, it is tough. Like when you're, especially like if you work, look at that routine, five in the morning till what, 10, half 10 at night, I could still be working yeah. on something. And, and I think I'm, and then I look back and I think I've been up at five, I've done all that. And then, you know, you read it the next day. And you think, are you seriously hitting like, you know, how many hours? Well over 12 hours a day. You're constantly, you know what I mean? I mean, that would be work out like something like 16 hours a day. You know, you're doing that constantly. Yeah. You don't realize the amount of energy you're putting into this. And then you wonder why people are like saying, have you got time to work? Because like, yeah, how? yeah, yeah. You, know so I mean? you don't yeah. see, you know? Yeah. I, I couldn't, I couldn't balance but, another job and run this. There's no way. Like, yeah. so hats off to you, man. Like, yeah. like you say, wake up at five and oh, doing all those it. things. I think it's, yeah. yeah it's that's that's yeah that's graft like, that's mad i think i think you are right yeah it's, like I, I i think a lot of military like especially i was because i wasn't in i was only in five years which is very spoggy you know like, and it, it's not a long time yeah. it's not compared to like you say 30 year 20 year careers like lads who do massive amounts of stuff and like even you know 12 15 years whatever i think because you're very indoctrinated yeah. you are taught to like you say be self-sufficient think away i, I do genuinely yeah. think like a lot of lads do struggle when they leave because of that sense, like you say, that they go into a work environment where they are, they, they you know, it's, it's, it's those people, haven't it, that have been there for 10 years themselves. So they're like, oh, I know everything. Yeah. And, you know, there's no one who can do it better. And I think that, yeah, you do find that, that you know, you, you can't have as much freedom of 
being able to think the way you want to or do what you want to. And yeah, I know that would be a struggle definitely for me. But, yeah, because yeah. I, I think myself, what I've come across is, and the other part of it, I think a lot of like, corporates, uh, the corporations in, like, obviously in England, if they took a lot more veterans in, they would be able to utilize that mindset a lot yeah. better yeah. than to, you know, and I found that some as well. I mean, even they, the, the banter as well. I'd be working one job, come in, you know, come out with something ridiculous, like saying, I'd like, you know, you come, I'd come out and make a joke, oh, it's a bit wet out there, isn't it? And, you know, you've got bosses standing there saying, well, that's a bit negative. And they just don't understand that that level yeah. of banter. And you're like, yeah. you know, and you're kind of just ripping it. But it's because, you know, yourself, if you're complaining, you know things are good. If you're, you know, you're griping and you get it out there, you know yeah. that it's the stress relief. It's that stress, you're releasing it, you're releasing it, you're releasing it, you're not bottling it in. But when you're quiet, you know when that is when the shit's going to go down, when everybody goes yeah. quiet. If you're rip, you know, you're throwing, you know, challenging people like, you know, completely ripping someone in bits, you know it's good that the band is yeah. flowing, you know the stress is being pushed out there. But I think that's another thing that a lot of the, the civilian, they, they, they struggle with that, that military banter because we can get pretty dark and deep and, you know, and it <laughs> does, does yeah. get real, you know, bad. I but I think that a lot of... Th yeah. I think that's so true. Like you say, like I, I, I remember, le I remember leaving and making loads of jokes, even when I was like personal training. I remember people being like, yeah. "That's a bit full on," and you're like, "What? Yeah. No! Like, come on!" And I think that is so true. Like, I never thought I'd say it. I never thought I'd be one of them blokes. But like, I do not miss the job. Like in general, I do actually yeah, miss yeah. people. Like it is, it is yeah. one of those things that you don't realise the type of like you know people are. And I think that's that is a struggle, isn't it? Like you kind of have you have to get to a point. I, I think, like, obviously, you, you probably, I don't know if you've, you know, kind of been able to do it, but I think, like, in the last couple of years, that's why I've been trying to, like, integrate back into normal society and into civilian world. And I think I've probably just about got there. Like, I'm not full civvy mode yet, I don't think. There's a few things that are yeah. still there. But, yeah, I think that's what? that's the thing, isn't it? It's kind of switching that, that mentality off. But it is, yeah, it is, a, it is a difficult transfer, definitely. Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest with yourself, I probably get on, and this might sound weird, but I probably get on more better with people that I've met on here than yeah. I do with the civilian friends that I've got around us. Because me, I I just automatically connect, I relate, and then you're trying to have like that that, band, that level of banter with people that you work yeah. around or you you know, and you just think they just don't know it, they just can't get it, and then you 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 kind of like you know, and it's weird that because I do believe we are tribal, we are so good in tribes yeah. we are so good yeah. in that area and we are naturally tribal and i think that's all the thing that really needs we need to get back we need to get back that tribal society because we we work best in groups we work best in you know this this group of this tribe of people and i think yeah. very much so we we we're kind of indoctrinated in that society in the military when we come out we kind of miss that as well that's another thing it's that whole tribe oh, and man, then yeah. you know that's yeah. something that's that we really do lack as well. And I think that's not just military orientated. I think that's that's just society as a whole. We've kind of been broken up that you rarely find it. And I hope that's something that does come back. We should be tribal. We should you know, form these small groupings of people because that's essentially how we, we roll as a society, isn't it? Um, it's so, think about like think about the last 12 months like what it's done to people it's squashed you into you know this one little room and, yeah. and, and into your into your house and it's put you on social media where you think you you know you're scrolling through like you mentioned but actually realistically it's more just in a little cut and type like whatever and it, it is weird i remember like 
my situation was so weird. Like I remember literally going from like living with, oh, so I was on ship for the last year, living yeah. with like 30, what, 30, whatever it's 25, 30 blokes in a room, you know, eating in the same room, whatever, literally all the time being around people to then being like single. And I'm not, I'm, I'm, you know, I've got a partner now, but at the time it was like, as soon as I left, I was, you know, broke up with a girlfriend, was in a flat on my own. And I was like, fucking hell, I've gone from, you know, I've been sharing three toilets with 60, 70 blokes to having two of my own. And I was sat there like, this is not, yeah. I don't like, I didn't like it. I hated it. I was like, who, who am I meant to turn to and have a conversation with? Well, how does this work? Where's yeah. this going? It's not like you say, I think tribes of people are definitely like communities. It's especially during this period of what have helped people get through. So I know for me, like I say, yeah. like joining, you know, like even like in the Battle 360 team and like having little clips of people that you can go and speak to or you've got like-minded and, you know, my lads, I've got like a big community, like Facebook groups and all those sort of things to try and just get them together. And like you say, we, we thrive as humans in tribes, don't we? Like if you're in a group that yeah. all think the same and all sort of act the same and, you know, help each other out, that's definitely what moves people forward. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I found out myself, we, as a society, we've become very broken up. We have become so broken up, but there's also the other part of it is, is there's like this, there's, I always look at it as very good. There's a lot of positive in social media. There's a, there yeah. is a tool. I call it a tool yeah. myself, but there's a lot of negativity. And to be honest, it's like, I'm now getting to a point now where, you know, it's that whole cancel culture that I absolutely, I cannot stand. Because to me, it's like you either have a conversation with someone and have hear both sides of a story where now it's just kind of like one-sided. And then yeah. you, you know, you see this part of challenging people then think I'll block you or I'll follow you. And you're like, fine. But what I yeah. find now it's become so people are using it, this platform to voice their opinion, but they're not allowing people to join in in the conversation. Yeah. And I find it's yeah. become more and more, isn't it? And it's become very toxic in that sense. I think, I think mate, like I, so I coach men and like to put this quite bluntly, like I put a post out the other day saying this one's just for men. And I think like, yeah. I think someone commented back being like, oh, I find that really sexist. I find this, that and the other. And I basically like went yeah. through the conversation and like exactly like you said, just got blocked in the end. And I think that's the thing. Like, like yeah. that's, th th social media is a tool and it is like, I think that there's certain ways that people have used it that, that, that doesn't make sense. And it, I, I actually had a conversation. I literally did a lecture on this for the lads talking about the pros and cons of sitting on your phone all day and comparing yourself to others yeah. and staring at men's health models and, and thinking that you're not worthy because you're not absolutely shredded or all these sort of things. Whereas actually that's not real. It's just actually you becoming better you. And I think that, yeah, it's so true that, you know, it ends up with this position where we're sort of on social media and we're, we're putting out all this, you know, opinions of how things work and how they go. But realistically we're not, especially, I tell you what, Instagram's not, I don't find Instagram as bad. I find Facebook and Facebook groups and no, you join, no. you know, local community oh. groups. It's like, it's like, yeah. Every, yeah, I know. It's so, it's literally like, you can't say anything without someone jumping on it. I think I put a thing on saying, uh, I remember, obviously this is like, you know, I've been doing this like a year, but I put this, I put a thing on saying, um, you know, is anyone looking to build muscle or burn fat? Is there anything I can help with? And someone said, oh, those are the only two options I'm allowed. And I was like, no, it's not that. It's just, I'm asking, <laughs> is anyone actually looking to do these? I think that's, it's so quick. People are so quick to, you know, jump on these things and go, it, it, you need to be, you need to be kind of careful, don't you? Like you say about like, you, you have to yeah. be ex accepting that to let people, you know, put their opinion across if you're going to put yours across. It's not a one-way street. It is, yeah. you have to be allowing both ways. So yes, yeah, it's, it's definitely, 
definitely it's a weird it is a tool exactly like you say mate it's a tool of yeah it needs to be like a you know a, you've got to think that why do you have it on your phone what's the purpose of it and especially like people who for business or for you know for for in general documenting your life which a lot of people do without realizing i think that you know when you're posting on social media that is what you're doing and you know if you're if you're posting posts and you put in your car and you put in your house and all these things that is you documenting it and i think that it's changed yeah. the game it's so it's so totally changed the game like you can run you know like to, to put it straight you can run multi-million pound businesses just off social media marketing you yeah. can run you know exactly. you can run um but at the same time you could put a product out that changes everyone's opinions on everything and actually, you know, like, the, did you see the thing about um, the Trump campaign and the social media yeah. marketing? Yeah, like, I mean, you imagine, you know, like 40, 50 years ago, nothing would have happened like that, would it? It wouldn't even come close. So it's, no. it's crazy how, you know, two, two or three different apps pretty much have changed globally how things work. But it is crazy, yeah. isn't it? It's craziness. Yeah, because I found myself, I kind of like put it in boxes. So it's like Instagram I found was like probably one of the most positive. But once again, yeah. you always start with a blank canvas anyway. And you you basically look who you're following. You're, you know, and that's not just on social media. That's people around you have always said that. But it, I'll kind of find Instagram was the one that was okay. Then you, then you had like Facebook was it's just full of people putting their dinner on and everything else. <laughs> and I kind of broke it, you know, and I was like, do you know what it is? I've got a point now where I'm not joining any more groups. It's like, no, sorry. I, I'm basically, I fear, I, I've dipped in and out of Facebook for a while after, I, obviously I spent more time on Instagram and then I, I just did start going back and Facebook and part I found it's like, I start scrolling after that, that five minutes, right? I'm out of there, you know, yeah. But then Twitter's you it is the trollville. It is like that is oh, the, yeah, the worst place I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I couldn't do that. And do you know what is LinkedIn's become like that as well? LinkedIn yeah, has become I... like a Twitter. You yeah. know? And I and to be honest, I've deleted my LinkedIn. I was like, right, I've um it serves me no purpose. Because when I'm trying to put genuine things out there, it was like it's not about the likes or the follows because you can generally gauge on if somebody if you had like say thirty people liked it and gave a little bit of feedback, great, you're getting something positive from that. But when you're only getting one or two people and you think, well, what? yeah, fair enough, you've probably just scrolled down the page and just pressed, yeah, I like it, and that's it. Yeah. But what impact did that have on you? And I wasn't getting that feedback, so I thought, do you know what? It's pointless posting on there because I'm not getting the, the positive impact out there. So I just deleted the account. I thought, right, that's gone. And then Facebook, it's like, right, I'm just going to just stop posting on there. I can't be bothered with that. And even, and like I said, we're here now. It's like, I feel like I've put enough work in. You know, I think I've probably put yeah. two years worth of work into one. And now it's that time to step back and just, you know, the content's there. If people want to utilize it, people want to use it, share it, whatever, use it. It's free. Yeah. It's not, you know, it's, it's on public. It's not on a private account. It's free. Take it, use it. Do what you want with it. Because at the end of the day, I didn't have to pay for it and it didn't cost me any money to post it. So yeah, to me, if it, yeah. if it benefits somebody else, it's there for you. You know, it may be like one or two things. But then again, no, that's where you'll start. If I said that, I guarantee you how many people are going to then start trying to take a product and try and make money off it. You'll see yeah, it on a T-shirt soon that. enough. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I think my, my social media content is like producing value connection points and social proof yeah. of what I do behind the scenes with the lads actually works. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest thing for me is like, yeah. I, I, there's, there's, right, this is, I probably shouldn't say this, but anyone who's watching this back or anyone who's watching this, you could take the content on my social media and get the results that I'm getting with my clients if you had it packaged correctly. Yeah. If you had it 
boxed up yeah. and you actually you know the only, I, said, I said this the other day like information is 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 free and i post so much of it like you say free information even like the live yeah. workouts we do like the the basic yeah. things that you need are on there i think that the, the thing is that implementation and, and accountability is what the lads actually pay me for like the behind the scenes stuff yeah. of actually checking yeah. in and saying you know are you doing these things are you actually doing them rather than paying lip service to it and i think yeah that's that is the thing i think it, it is a it is a commercial tool and even even like um engagement now you know social media like facebook instagram are clever in the sense that they know that if you're running a business you want more engagement even not even yeah. a business though not even a businessman like they'll just be they'll just be like blokes women men that want more engagement to feel better about themselves so they pay yeah. for yeah they'll pay for engagement and they'll pay for follows likes you know views and it's all these things to kind of you know like say if you had if you had 10,000 followers and, and your schoolmates saw that you had 10,000 followers, they'd be like, wow, this guy must be doing okay. I actually got rid of yeah. like a thousand of my followers the other day because uh, they were all like random bots or people that spam me yeah, yeah. big shit. And I think that's the thing is like Instagram knows that people feel significant if they've got a, a mass following or if they've yeah. got, you know, a mi if you had a million followers, someone's going to go, oh, this guy must, you know, must be for real. Whereas I think that's, that's what's actually, that's what's really diluted down. And it is sad to see, like, people won't look at, you know, like, uh, oh, I'm going to hire that person for their business because it's getting results for people and it's proven. They'll probably look yeah. at the, the statistics. They'll go, oh, he's only got 18,000, you know, 1,800 followers or whatever versus someone with a million. And, and if he has yeah. a million, they're like, oh, this guy must be, you know, the, the shit. Whereas it's, it's a weird thing. It's, it's a weird balance of all that stuff, isn't it? But it's crazy. But it is mad that, we are in that age, I suppose. We are in the social media age, pretty much, aren't we? Yeah, definitely. Because you said about numbers, and I agree with that, because I never understood that. You can get somebody who, like like saying, if you look at somebody, like especially a business, and they've got like 20,000 followers or 30,000 or even more, it looks good for them. Or you've got like a lot of followers. Yeah. Following. But what I found a lot of businesses doing was following you. You'd follow back, then they'd unfollow you. Yeah, so technically, yeah. you're following them, boosting their following, and they've basically walked away from you and thinking, I need to follow you so I can get a following back. And a lot of people do that. You're you selling because I, because yeah. I use that the the unfollow app, the follow yeah, app. Yeah, I was going to say you can pay for the apps. Yeah. yeah, you can pay for the apps. Yeah, but to be honest, you get it free. You get yeah. it free. You just literally use it, but use it as a tool. Once again, I simply, if I first put it on purely so i could keep check of people so say somebody's account dropped out and i say whoa hang on a minute that person struggles are they okay you know because yeah. you can always see people's behaviors and i did it from that point of view but i started noticing that a lot of people who i'm following us were like businesses and then what it was was on it will tell you if you're following back so i'd say i'd say i'd follow company great i followed them and then i thought they'd do some really good products or good you know and then they'd follow us back and then the next thing you know i'd go on an app and let's say oh you've been unfollowed by that company and they think but you're still following them so since you're boosting their business up but they're not bothering with you because i find it's very doggy dog and you'll see a lot of that happening yeah. on social media and it's kind of like it's a big numbers games or how many likes have you had today or how many you know and a lot of it's so false in that re there's no reality in that sense and i think it's about ego that's when ego comes into place and you've got people like James yeah. Smith PT who says, I started off with, you know, how many hundred thousand, like a thousand followers or something. And then he's like a hundred million, you know, you know, stupid numbers. And he's thinking, I don't know how many people really follow us. I don't care. You know, yeah. and this guy is like, he just thinks, I just help like helping people. 
Yeah, and it's yeah. A, and I think a lot of times too many people focus on the the number of followers you've got or how many likes you've got or how many and it's that feel good factor, isn't it? Man, I talked about it the other night. I talked about it with Ash. Like, I'm not interested. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm interested in all oh, two sex. I'm interested in impacting as yeah. many people as I can, but I'm not interested in yeah. producing a shit product that's just literally like pumped pumped out. You know, to, and it has to make a thousand sales a day, otherwise it's not whatever. Like. I've got a client base of 50 people and that is all I want. I just want those 50. Like, yeah. that is it. Like, you know, that's a good thing, isn't it? Yeah. You can work with a very small new amount of people. And I think like what James Smith's doing is fantastic. Commercially, it's amazing. And it's great what he's yeah. doing. And I think it's, you know, it's, it's a great, you know, great business, great platform, what they're doing. And like I say that, you know, they're able to make, you know, a million pound turnover a year or plus with what they're doing because they can serve a lot of people. But I think sometimes for me, like the way that I especially want to run is work with a very small group of men and actually yeah. give my time and energy to that group. And I think, like you say, that's why you don't need 10,000, 20,000. Like to monetize, no. I think that's the problem with, uh, right, I, I suppose this is, you know, something it's quite broad to say on camera, but I suppose you've got, you've got to put your words out there. Um, you know, yeah. to monetize Instagram and monetize social media, you need understanding of how business works. And I think, like you say, the, the course yeah. I'm on and the course I, I paid for to do is actually how to develop that properly versus I think that, you know, not to, not to be straight to them, but to, to put out a few names. So we said, you know, like there's certain people that, you know, are on the industry and they're doing what they do that will get paid 20, 30, 40 grand for a brand deal once you know, for that year. Yeah. And then the next year, if they want to do it again, and they'll sign a contract for 12 months, say they get, you know, three brand deals a year, they're making 120 grand a year to, to do three brand deals or whatever. Now, the only problem with that is that, you know, it's not a sustainable business platform and it's not a sustainable income because if you suddenly get out of shape, you're suddenly not in the same process and you're not getting yeah. those brand deals every year, you know, over and over again for the same companies that you want to work for things can get dry pretty quickly. Now, the thing with that is that yeah. then you're looking for other brand deals. So you see like these commercial products and especially in our industry, mate, like with fat loss products and all this shit that is shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you look at it. Imagine, if, imagine, let's put it this way. If, if you've made 120 grand, uh, you know, the year before or whatever, you know, I'm not saying I am, but whatever. And then someone goes, oh, you know, we, we can't do that. And then some other product comes along and says, oh, we'll give you 20 grand to probably, you know, push this out on your million followers. That's the thing is people will do it yeah. because they'll go, I need that money. I need that, you know, process because I need to yeah, yeah. keep, that's their, that's their business model. Whereas for me, it's not about that at all. Like I'd much rather work with a client basis that, you know, are committed to me. I can keep them consistent. And it's a small, minute group of people that, you know, we then, you know, develop throughout the year and it's sustainable. Whereas, I think that's the thing that people don't get about, you know, big influencer names, not James Smith. I think he's a complete opposite end of that, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. He, he doesn't advertise anything. He doesn't, he's not taking brand deals for anything. So I think that's the difference is that, you know, that's, that's what influencer marketing is. It's they take a brand deal for the year, get paid a fixed sum, and they'll try and get as many of those brand deals every year as they can. And that then pays that, you know, that's what they want to do. That's what they want to do. But the problem with that, like you say, is that, you know, people then end up taking brand deals that they maybe don't believe in. Massive yeah. reason why, like, I wanted to work with, you know, and I approached Ollie and the guys to work with Battery Fuel and Battle 360 is that their ethos and everything they run it is true. Like, it, it is yeah. true what they do. And it's, you know, it's not a bullshit product that they're saying they're going to get you ripped in, you know, two weeks or whatever, or take this tea or, you know, whatever. So I think, yeah, yeah for me, so I, went, I went off on one there. Sorry, Chris. But yeah, I think for me, it's like, um, that's <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. It's yeah. good. Yeah. That's the problem with social media is it's, 
it can be monetized. And I think if you are yeah. if you are serving a purpose that actually you know helps people properly, then I think it is worthwhile doing. But also there are other ends of the spectrum, which is people taking yeah. brand deals for companies they don't even believe in because that's what they need to pay their whatever they're doing, you know, getting their teeth whitened and their whatever. So I think that's the thing. It's it's a it's a weird, like you said, it's a dog eat dog place, isn't it? Definitely. Yeah, sorry, one Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, no, I, I like it. I like I like that honesty about it because I believe yeah. the same myself. It's the same as myself, right? I could write three books a year and yeah. try and market that. But do you know what the big down part is? I tried this. I did it as an experiment. I wrote a book and I put and I, I one of the books I actually posted the content online. I then okay. said it's available to buy on Amazon. I must have had less than 20 people buy that book. Okay. Right? Yeah. Because, yeah. Because, because they could get it free online. I then wrote another book. It was actually Ronan. It was a you know, proper nonfiction book. I didn't release any of the content apart from just the little introduction part. Yeah. What it was about. And I put it on Amazon. And, but once again, less than 20 people yeah. they actually bought it. And I saw the difference of like, but I didn't actually put any of that content free on there. You see? So what I did was I thought, right, I'll try it this way. And I put it actually, I did it chapter by chapter almost on each post. But I saw the likes go up and up and up and up and up because I was generally getting it for free. Yeah. Then I said that's going to be released as a book. The sales were very low. It was like Ronan. I didn't put any content. I didn't put any of the, the story in there. I just said, oh, chapter one on stories. And I tried it that way. But it was the sales were higher on the first day, but then they started dropping to nothing. Yeah. Because people were like thinking, but I'm getting all this free content. You're giving us all this free. Because it's very true. You you can get anything online now. Yeah. Any content you don't need to pay for it. You yeah. could go and like YouTube, it'll tell you how to build whatever you want to build or fix anything. You don't even need to get a plumber. Yeah. Out. You know, it's that it's kind of thing. All this content is free on social media, free online. Yeah, but it like I said, it's people taking this and then applying it. But the other part of it is when it comes to people paying for products, like when I released all my books, I put them out there and went, right, those ones are all going to, all the profits are going to go to the charity. That one is obviously profitable to myself, you know. And I, I generally, and that's why I ended up stop. Like I, I took books off Amazon because yeah. I found that people would lap your content up if it's free, but as soon as it was asked to pay for something, they'd be like, nah. Mate, it's, it's and you're like, yeah, you know, it's mate, crazy, isn't it? It's the same in our industry. Like, people are, you know, the thing I always say to the lads is you're not invested in the information, you're invested in the implementation and a coach to help you implement that. And I think that's the biggest yeah. thing is like, especially like, like let's, let's take my average like sort of client. So you've got a guy that comes to me working, you know, let's say like a managerial job, super busy, super hectic. He's got all this stuff going on. And we say, look, we're going to give you a workout program that we're going to design around your life. We're going to give you the education and understanding around, you know, what you need to be doing. We're going to give you support, accountability, yeah. and community. And they go, oh, but I can get all this information for free. And it's like, yes, fantastic. You can get all that information for free. Why are you not then doing it? And that's the thing is like, for yeah. me, it's I don't sell information. I sell implementation. You know, and that's the thing is I'm, yeah. I'm selling people the ability to actually do what they need to to get the results they want. But like you say, man, you can... You can like it's like you can Google how to cut your hair, but there's no chance I'm doing it. Yeah. Like it's so true, isn't it? Like there's so yeah. many things that we we as society now go through where we're like, oh, I won't put value on that because I could probably just get it for free. And it's like, well, 
I, w yeah. I always question that with everything. It's like five years. Yeah, so like, there's all those things about like, how do you, you know, how do you actually understand what you're getting hold of and what you're buying? But I think that's the thing is like, it's a, it's a crazy place, social media, isn't it? About like, free value flying around all the time, you know, information, it's, it's crazy, it's mad. But yeah. Yeah, yeah like so it's something that Paul Moore those... touched on, yeah. and it's about because he he touched on something really well. He says what it is is people, and you'll know this yourself. People will invest in you as a person if yeah. they value you. If they don't value, it's because people don't value enough to invest their time or their money in you. That's yeah. essentially what it is. Yeah. People have these values, yeah. but because. They look at it as like, I want it cheaper, I want it free. They won't invest their time yeah. or their money in you because they're thinking, yeah. I want yeah. the free stuff. And they forget that you yeah. can generally make a difference to them. And I mean, I could, I've seen this right across and you'll see this. And I think that's where there's a lot of toxicity as well within, like, say, the fitness world. And, you know, we can speak hours on this because it is literally, it's, we're watching it each day, how it's all about, like, either influencers or it's about who's selling what product or, and the real yeah. genuine people like yourself and, you know, so, and like Ollie and Fox are doing, you know, the Battle Ready, um, Battle 360, you know, all that, the, the real parts are all kind of being overlooked in a sense. Yeah. And I, I think, think to myself that it's about values though, isn't it? And what I think that's value. So, yeah, so true. Like you can get some guy who's like absolutely shredded off his whatever. And yeah. he, you know, he puts on like an ebook for like say 40 quid. I think people sort of buy that because they see, like you say, they're investing in that. Like, uh, so to get into my program, we have to have had a conversation on social media first. You apply to join, book yeah. in a call. We spend an hour and a half to 45 minutes discussing your problems, what you're aiming to do, what you want to achieve. Then you'll yeah. get onboarded if you take action at that point to join. So, you know, already, like you're looking at that ebook sale took you two minutes to buy. Like it's taking you an hour and a half just for me yeah. to actually know if I want to invest my time into you. Like, and that's the difference, I think, straight away from there. And at the same time, like for those, you know, 12 weeks to three months, every single day, that's me helping that person, you know, really work on them. But I think that's the difference is, like you say, people are used to things being cheap, but they're also used to them not working. So it's like, for me, I always say to the lads yeah. who come to my program, I'm like, how many of those have already done? And if they've done like, you know, yeah. 10, you're looking at it and you're like, we spent 400 quid already and it's not got you where you want to be. And it's that, it's that thing, isn't it? Like yeah. you say, Paul Mort talks about it all the time. You need to, you know, people aren't buying logistics. They're buying you. And I think that's the same with me. Like, yeah. you know, I, so I've got my own coach, my own fitness coach, and I've got my own business coach. And then, you know, we bring in like multiple coaches, like Katie Parrott came in the other day, you know, like the physiotherapists yeah. come in to do our stuff, mindset coaches. We bring plenty of other people in to actually, because I, I, I've got this in a post tomorrow. Like I'm quite quick to admit that I don't know everything. And that's, I, I quite like the fact yeah. that I, I'm quick to admit that so that I get people in to have these conversations with people and actually go, look, you know, I, I'm say I'm a mindset coach. I'm a, someone who's gone and done this. I'm somebody who's gone and done that. You know, I'll come speak to your clients so I actually understand them. I think that's a big thing. Like Katie Parrott came in, she talks about her ultramarathons. Chris has come in and talks about his time in Afghanistan. Like we're continually trying yeah. to get these guest speakers in because I haven't maybe experienced what they have. And I want that, you know, yeah. wealth of knowledge for my sort of client basis to come in and go from there. But that's that's the biggest thing is I think that that's the difference between what we run versus, you know, like a 40 pound ebook that it's not really going to change someone's yeah. life. You think that, you know, a, a spreadsheet program, like I had a conversation with Ash last night and he was talking about like he was drinking a crate of beer every single night. 
literally every beer, like every yeah. night, 30 beers, getting smashed every night, you know, literally just in this self-destructive path. The day that he joined, luckily we had Mandy in, who's like a self-sabotage coach that we hire. And she came and spoke to yeah. him about self-sabotaging behaviors, why you're in that habit loop, why you're doing those things. Now that for me is the difference of what I run, you know, and we actually, like even just now, I've literally just come off the phone with them, with the physiotherapist to talk about physiotherapy for running because I've got lads who are doing ultramarathons, so I need that process. And I think that's, that's the difference between, and I've talked about this, you know, in, in tomorrow's post of what I want to do and what I'm planning on developing versus what, you know, Joe, whatever is, I literally want to run the world's best coaching business at taking any yeah. underconfident male from where they are to a, a hero status where they, they believe in themselves. Because that, I think for me, that was all the way through like core training, didn't believe in myself, all the way through yeah. like being a young lad, didn't believe in myself. And that's what I try and get across when people are looking to join. Like you're not joining because you just want the information. If you come to work with us, you won't ever need to Google anything again. I think it's, it's mad though, isn't it? Like you say yeah. that there's so many different realms in our industry of where people could go and it's it's like a it's like a yeah. it's like a process. They have to go through those you know forty pound programs that don't work to then eventually go into what we do. But yeah, it's a very I think it's it, I tell you what's been mad for me, mate, is looking at it my end for those like last couple of years where I've been running it. It's been crazy to see how even my understanding, like we talked about at the start, of how you know a business works. I didn't like as I've been doing business development yeah. courses and you know understanding education. It's been interesting to be like. That's how the process works, to take someone from social media, put them into your business, get them a result, and then display that so that, you know, you, you continually repeat that cycle. But, yeah, it's, been, it's, it's crazy. It's literally crazy. But it's been cool. It's definitely, like I say, that's, that's why I couldn't be employed, I don't think, now, because I'd be looking at, I could do that process. I could do that, that thing from there. But, yeah, man, definitely, definitely. Yeah, because I mean, to be honest, that that's what I love about seeing people how they develop, how they self develop, how they see other people get them up to where they need to be. Because that's what I say. It's great. Self development is. I, I'd say to anybody, develop yourself. Go out there, evolve, become better each day. You become one percent better on one day. By five days, that's five percent better than you were. That's the, my simple rules. But I mean, I was just going to just um, wrap things up here, uh, matey. But yeah, make um. I always like to ask the mega question here. And this one, a, on. a lot of guests kind of, not <laughs> yes. sure on this one. But if I was to ask you one piece of advice, or you to give one piece of advice to anybody, what would it be? Remember, you're going to die. So I think that's the biggest thing for me. That's quite straight down the line. But like, I think like, if, you, if you've got a hard decision to make, or you're going to take action or something, and you're not sure about getting involved in something, think about what decision would you like to have made when you're 80 years old, and you were looking back on your life. And I think that's, that's literally, I say this to lads before they come on, on and, and join, like there is going to be a point where you will not be on this planet anymore. And I think that's, that's a big thing for me. Like, you know, I wanted to join the core because I knew that was something that would challenge me. And I was like, right, well, I'll regret it if I didn't do it. And then when I decided I wanted to leave, because that wasn't the career path that I actually wanted to carry on doing, even that point when you're sort of panicking about what to do, it was like, right, I know I want to go into the coaching industry. I want to go into fitness. If you don't do it now, you're not going to do it. I think I'm continually doing that. Even you know the business development course I did, that was a scary thing to actually make the decision to join. But it's the same thing, thinking about, if I don't do it now, will I ever do it? No. Would I regret that? Yes. Get on with it. 
So I think that's the thing is remember that there will be a point when you are not here. So if you're going to make a hard decision, just think what will you wish you would have made on your 80th birthday and then look back at it and go, I, w I wish I would have done that. I wish I would have, you know, tried this. I wish I would have tried to get an ultra marathon, done the marathon to start, done this, done that. But yeah, I hope that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think I couldn't agree more because I think it's, it's words like that, like you're saying, it's when you look back, like when you actually hit a certain age, like you said, even 80 years old, look back, what have you actually achieved? And I think it's if you can continuously keep reflecting yeah. on your life and think I've achieved this, I've achieved that, I've achieved that. Like I've said myself now, I've hit a point now where I've grafted for a year and I've achieved everything that I've ticked those boxes. I've written, wrote, wrote books, I've yeah. released them, I've published them, I spoke to, you know, you know, to that many people now on a, one podcast. And to me, that's my achievement. I've done that. And I hope it gives a lot more value yeah. to people. But like overall, where can people find you, bud? Uh, so, uh, so obviously my main page and literally where like most of the guys come and contact me is obviously Alex from Coaching. Yeah. I do the live workouts for about Ready Fuel guys with about a 360 page. So every Wednesday and Friday, um, obviously the website's up, the Facebook page is up as well. But as I say, mainly just, just on this Instagram page, just under Alex Gruben Coaching. But yeah, mate, thanks so much for having me on. It's been awesome. Like it's been, it's been awesome, dude. But yeah, cheers for that. It was awesome. I mean, I've been watching all the lives and then I've been like, I, I, you know, I'm asking yeah. to see what happens. But yeah. Cheers, dude. Thank you very much. And I'll, uh, I'll see you in a bit. <laughs> no worries, bud. Will do. You watch it yourself there. Uh, okay? All the best, dude. <laughs> see you in a bit.